Welcome to X Garage. Yeah, welcome. Uh, Jake the Snake has left the building. Yeah, so we are it. So uh, yeah, good. Sorry. Was about. that a phenomenal uh, introduction? I think that was that was pretty amazing. Like, should, should we try that? The yeah. welcome. To yeah. The crazy. Wait. No. Yeah. How's it going? Diving. Diving. Diving in. Yeah, that's right. Um, diving into to the crazy, crazy world, world, world of worldviews with the a christian, christian worldview that's good enough yeah that's we, we kind of feel leaderless but um, yeah we can do this that's what happens when you're not sitting seated below the anointed uh uh elders uh not anointed uh, the elders the elders, the elders yeah. are under the yeah. uh, we're going to talk about that yeah anyway, we'll, we'll talk about that later we're, we're going to ask we've lost maybe. jake the snake and now we're just we're just swimming here stumbling so yep <laughs> Uh, we got some, uh, we got some, uh, again, this is our fourth episode. Yep. Yep. Fun facts. Fun facts. JWs, Joe's Witnesses. And we're going to be doing um, the study of the church, uh, study of last things. And we're going to finish up on the, we'll start with the study of salvation, which we didn't get to finish on the last one. Yeah. So what's a fun fact? Um, JWs, Joe's Witnesses, become the, the, the faithful ones in this gospel age. Uh, become the same exact nature as Jesus' spiritual nature he received after his resurrection. Mm. Um, again, maybe it's changed over the years, but that's what I got from Reed and Russell. Yeah, um, no, I think that's that that theology is pretty consistent. Yeah. It's almost it, it's it's scary because that one it, it's like you can become like like mm-hmm. like a god, mm-hmm. um, which mm-hmm. kind of circles back on some of the previous religions we've mm-hmm. we've. It's this idea of be of your personal deity. Achieving yeah. your personal deity. Yeah. yeah. And that really excites the obedience in this uh, yeah. epoch, in this time, in the gospel age, or yeah, as they, they word it in there, uh, let's roll out the uh, yeah, dispensations. Yeah. Uh, we're in the yeah, gospel age, and this is the time of the harvest. And so really, this is the time to be obedient, because if you are, you will be part of that class that receives that special yeah. body. Yeah, we'll talk about that here in a moment. Let's just dive right back to salvation. We got a lot to go through in a short episode here. This is our fourth episode. We got a lot. I mean, mm-hmm. a lot. Yeah, right? we got a cram. cram. So there's salvation. Um, they one thing Russell and JWs even today you go on to their articles they have on their online library um, at jw.org or something like that. Um, they have the atonement of Jesus. They think their 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 presentation mm-hmm. of it is that they're they're trying to stay away from liberal theology. And they're staying away from the errors of conservative Protestantism, biblical theology, hmm. uh, that we hold, and that's penal substitutionary atonement, where Jesus takes the penalty for our particular sin. Uh, mm-hmm. they, he's saying that's a wrong view of Jesus' atoning death, and the liberal theology of Jesus being an example is wrong. Yeah. Right? And we agree that the liberal one's wrong, but he's still yeah. an example. Yeah. Uh, Philippians exactly. is clear that yeah. Jesus is an example. Uh, yeah. Uh, Romans, or excuse me, uh, Hebrews, right? Um mm-hmm. So I'll just kind of lay this out and then we'll discuss it. Uh, the sentence of death is proper to Adam alone. We kind of touched on that the last episode. Although corruption from Adam's sentence has come upon all of us, all the posterity, as Russell states, so that that sentence of death fell directly upon Adam only. Hmm. So this is the interesting thing is that um, Job's wrath was not aimed at Adam, Adam's sin in particular, but rectifying his just character. What's fascinating hmm. 
Yeah. Have you heard, heard that view before? Yeah, I mean, I, I think it 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 kind of bleeds into our our churches, mm-hmm. even even our churches with the theology of holiness. Mm-hmm. And sometimes we we go, well, the reason God punishes people is because He's holy, and He just has to figure out right. this characteristic of Him, and the only way He can figure that out is by yeah. Doing justice on on humanity. Yeah, you're right. And there's not to say that God's God is just. Mm-hmm. Scripture's clear on that. God is just, but yeah. whether or not we sin or not does not does not change His just character. No, it doesn't. And that's not the reason Scripture bre- brings for Him uh, Jesus atoning death, mm-hmm. right? Uh, so it's Jesus um, His atoning death freeing us from the penalty is really about, like we said, Romans 12, uh, 5, 12, it says that because all sinned, Jesus died for our sin. That yeah. Death came yeah. through sin. Mm-hmm. The penalty of death is, or penalty of sin is death. We've all sinned, therefore we're all under God's judgment. Yeah. And it's not some abstract justice of God's character that he's trying to win back. And that yeah. goes back to, uh, was it, uh, right here, yeah, Hugo Gro- Grotius. Grotius. The governmental theory of atonement. It's, it's like Russell's reworking the governmental theory of atonement into his views, which is interesting because the governmental theory of atonement is generally recognized as more of a liberal stream of atonement. Yeah. Which then again, he's trying to stay away from liberal streams. Yeah. Um, and what this, this growth... Well, he's got to land somewhere. Right. <laughs> you got to do something. Yeah. And so what what happens is by taking this Grotius, uh, the... It's a wonderful yeah. name. These guys yeah. have wonderful names. Uh, Hugo's view is he's saying that God's justice needed to be satisfied uh adam was sentenced to death jesus took that death therefore satisfying that judgment because everything was rectified and so everyone (laughs) under adam's uh lineage his posterity it was indirectly influenced therefore receives a clear clean slate in terms of they're no longer under that penalty of death because jesus paid it therefore you get universalism weird yeah um you get universalism and what's interesting is uh, he goes further with this universalism because you don't even need to believe in Jesus to receive this. Really? I don't even know if Grotius would even go that far. Uh, he was more identified with Arminian theology. And they are very clear, even evangelical Arminians are clear, mm. that you, you, apart from faith in Christ, uh, you, don't, you don't receive this atoning death of Christ. Although, yeah. again, some of the... It depends on what spectrum and... Yeah. And, say, yeah, and a lot of people few... don't know the the specifics generally, and they're like, "Well, yeah." Yeah, I was gonna say uh, most. They, yeah, yeah uh, the consistent. Anyway, that'd be a whole other thing. Yeah, that's a whole, yeah, well, theology, yeah. That'd be a whole other thing. I would say a consistent <laughs> yeah. Armenian would actually hold to Grotius, but not very many do today. Most take the Calvinistic uh, 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 penal substitutionary atonement. It's not necessarily yeah. Calvinistic. It's just a biblical framework that Calvin really was it hashed all, out. Hashed yeah. Out. Hashed out by, yeah, by good hermeneutic yeah. study. So with this, what, what happens, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, good study of scripture will show that the, the lamb, the Old Testament sacrifice system showed that the sins were being in, uh, imputed to the lamb or transferred to the lamb, and thus the lamb died for the people's sins. Mm-hmm. Same thing we see in Christ. He came, he bore our sin in his death, thereby absorbing the wrath of God, freeing us from judgment, mm-hmm. reconciling us to God. That's the biblical narrative. Uh, this idea that Jesus died to to uh, rectify a, a, a sentencing uh, that's more objective, mm-hmm. dealing with God's justice rather than personal sin is strange. Yeah. Um, but what's interesting is this atoning death 
according to Joe's witness theology, is that it, it, uh, it again, it, it doesn't actually get you give you eternal life. Um, it gets you for sure into the millennial kingdom. Um, yeah, no, I, and I've, I've, I, yeah, I noticed that in what I was looking at in their, yeah, in their perspective. Yeah. Out, yeah. So it's not even, so it's, con, number one, his death is, uh, doesn't, isn't for your personal sin mm -hmm. so much as it is for rectifying uh, this objective justice that was offended or uh, broken. And then it's conditioned, it's a conditional, uh, 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 or excuse me, it's, it's universal, applies to everyone, Jesus' death. Therefore, you don't have to believe today because you will receive a new resurrected body hmm. in in the kingdom to come. Whether you're, I mean, it clearly states it in many of the pamphlets and in his works that you can be uh, Mormon, uh, a Protestant, uh, atheist, a Wiccan, anything you want to be in this time of the, the, the dispensations. Uh, but because of Christ's death, everyone will have a second chance when Christ comes back and it establishes bow, bow and every tongue confess that sort yeah, of yeah 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 and thing. so so when he's ruling yeah. over this kingdom revelation 20 there'll hmm. be a future kingdom when he's ruling over this kingdom the 144,000 faithful Jehovah's witnesses will be reigning with him over all the resurrected people of all history who will be on the earth in a second trial like adam's trial where we'll, oh, really? we really we we have the choice to eat from the fruit yeah sort of yeah we'll prove again. our obedience so actually Christ's atoning death doesn't save anyone. It gets them a second chance in hmm. the millennial kingdom where you have to prove yourself like Adam did. And hopefully this time you're going to do better than Adam. So it's like, it's kind of like, they're like video game, um, theologists. Like they got, they, they earned the extra oh, yeah. life through Christ. So if they, yeah, they've yeah. got another chance at, at making yeah. it through. Yeah. Like thing. the little things up in the screen, yeah. you got the number of hearts on some games. Yeah. You lose one, you get another one, you got a second one or you can yeah. gain some life back. Yeah. Sort of, sort of that. Is, yeah. They're kind of Rob Bellians as well. I don't know if yeah. you've, you've looked at Rob Bell oh, at yeah. all. Oh yeah. Sort of that idea of love wins. Yeah. Everybody doesn't get to have to worry about going to hell because that doesn't exist sort of thing. Right. That's another point. Yeah. Yeah. You don't, even when you, you die on this side of before the kingdom, before Christ's return, they have him set up his mother king. If you die now, you cease to exist. Uh, but you don't cease in God's mind. God remembers you, so he can bring you back in this new body for the kingdom to come to give you that second opportunity because Christ died for that uh, for that purpose. For that extra life. Huh. Yeah. Huh. So, but again, um, Scripture... Um, I wonder how much critique here I got. I got oh, you've got, you've got some critique. Oh, my yeah. goodness. Too much... <laughs> Too much. This is probably part of a problem. There's so much information on this, uh, so many details to hit on. But, you know, one thing, again, we talked about Jesus' death paid for sin. Actual hmm. transgression against God uh, is what is under condemnation. Uh, God's, yeah. God's not worried about his character. God's character is the same yesterday, today, for forever. Yeah. Um, so that's that's just a completely uh, again a, a, a perspective that you can't draw out from scripture. You got to read it in, and I think it comes from again just that idea that how can God sentence someone to to eternal hell, or, or mm -hmm. uh, and ultimately these JWs have to actually have a place for hell because they're again they're trying to be biblicists. Yeah, exactly. so they do say after the kingdom that there will be some that will will not actually obey in, in the kingdom. Very few. Most will actually obey and come into the new hmm. earth, but some won't. Um, 
but the, I think the big thing to note under soteriology is that there actually is no uh, assurance of salvation. And salvation doesn't get you anywhere more than a second chance. Yeah. Wow. Um, I don't know. Have you ever, have you heard much on, on their views on that? On their views on that? Um, a lot of the things I look at were like testimonials of people um, talking about um, their desire to be part of the kingdom. And it was interesting. Um, I, I watched one particular film. I'll have to look up the, the name of it. Um, and it, it was uh, the one character was talking to her, her daughter and she was like, you know, well, we don't know if we're actually going to make it into the kingdom, but that's our, that's our hope that maybe we yeah. can do that. And it's constantly this idea of like, we don't know if we're actually going to be the ones who, who make it there. But, you know, and we just, sounds, we got to keep on trying. Yeah. And that sounds cons there. very consistent with this, this idea, this, this yeah. soteriology, this salvation is, is it's, it's conditioned on us. Yeah. It only gets you a second chance. Uh, but nowhere in scripture does it say, actually, this is where I think it's, this is how I, this is one of those areas where I believe it, it shows itself. And I'm going full critique here as, um, influenced by satanic, uh, um, uh, uh, teachings or satanic, uh, a way in which our flesh fallen nature would exercise its, its autonomy. And thus, uh, anyone who is exercising their autonomy apart from God's revealed will and, and, and actually twisting scripture to, to, um, promote the self, mm -hmm. um, that, um, shoot, now I just lost my train of thought <laughs> and I didn't actually say where I was going. So that's, that's too bad. Uh, but, but, but the idea of, um, there's, there's everything in salvation is ultimately contingent on us. Yeah. All that Jesus did was set up an objective, uh, system, or, system yeah. uh, rectifying this justice or an example. and that's all on us to finish it out. Uh, yeah. and there's no place like I'm, we mentioned in an earlier episode for Jesus act of righteousness that throughout all of scripture, it says that Jesus actually bore our sin on the cross, cursed for us. Mm -hmm. We're free from the curse, but he rose again. And it's by faith that we part, we are then accounted as righteous. Uh, Romans is like a great book for our viewers to just mm -hmm. walk through on yeah. this point. Right. Yeah, exactly. Um, and, and you, you really see this lived out in, and I'm not saying this is any, less important for us as Protestants or reformed theo um, theological thought or whatever, but you see it in their worldview of the extreme importance to reach out and to um, go out to all the world and to all men and bring them into the church. That's why they're, they're, they have such an emphasis on, on translation on missions in other in other countries um the once again some of the films i was watching they'll they'll have classes where people will learn the language even if like the jw society is in um like say england they will learn the mother tongue of immigrants coming into the country just to make that initial connection with those people to sort of give them that familiarity 
to draw them into the into the church. They're very, very seeker friendly. Let's just say that. Yeah. <laughs> and that's that brings me back to the my loss of train of thought is that idea that they're they, they show us so much about going out into the, into the world. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the fact is, is their own doctrine is teaching that even if they don't get the gospel, they actually receive the benefits of Christ's death. Yeah. And it just flips on itself. And, and Russell in his book exactly. actually argues that this is why you shouldn't, shouldn't believe in the other groups because it doesn't, it actually dumbs down the gospel. Mm-hmm. Well, actually this theology dumbs it down to where if I heard this and I understood it, I'd say, I don't necessarily have to believe right now. Yeah. I can exactly. kind of live it up. I can and I will resurrect them. again. Yeah. And in that time, when I'm not uh, worn out and uh, or, or weighed down by this present sin and, and, the, and Satan yeah. is at work now, but in the millennial kingdom, Satan will be bound. Mm-hmm. I will be free to serve the Lord then. Mm-hmm. And so this, but then well, I think this goes back. That's what's the, the hellishness of this teaching yeah. is that it actually tells people they get a second chance when they don't. Yeah, exactly. And that's it's very clear. Literally leading leading people into the pit of hell yes and in a very terrifying way right yeah and um that's was it, uh romans 3 where mm-hmm. we have very clear that uh for by works of the law no human being will be justified in his sight and again this is talking about all of humanity mm-hmm. since through the law comes knowledge of sin but now the righteousness of god has been manifest apart from the law although the law and the prophets bear witness to it the righteousness of god through faith in jesus christ for all who believe What's that? The righteousness of God comes through faith in Christ, i.e. his righteousness for all who believe. There's no distinction for all have sinned. This Mm -hmm. isn't just talking about Adam. This is not just an Adam issue. Uh, All have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God and all are justified by his grace as a gift through the redemption of Christ Jesus, whom God put forward as propitiation, propitiation by his blood to be received by faith. Apart from this, Romans starts off as all are under God's wrath and condemned. This is a necessity of this is why this soteriology point uh, mm-hmm. we talked about in the last one is just, it's just a human it's a it's a humanistic view close to Pelagianism. Pelagianus is a humanist uh, who saw Jesus as an example that we can just become like Jesus through good examples and mm-hmm. applying ourselves. Bible says otherwise. It says we can't justify ourselves. Yeah, it's <laughs> interesting that they would completely overlook say like a verse like Hebrews nine twenty seven which says it is appointed yes. for man to die once. And after that, the judgment. So it's it's yes. not this idea of like yes. you're going to come Man. back and you're going to do it again. Yeah, you hit on a huge point, and, and and maybe we'll just tie ecclesiology, study of the church, and eschatology at the same time here, mm-hmm. and just wherever we go, yeah. wherever we go in this episode, this is the last one for, yeah. for now. We'll come back to the JW Jehovah's Witnesses later. Yeah, for sure. For sure. But yeah. on that point, key passage uh, O Henry points out here is that it's very clear that he will appear a second time to deal. Not to deal with sin, but to save save those. Which, no, uh, mm-hmm. just as it is appointed once for man to die, and mm-hmm. after that comes judgment. Um, the idea is that was that the first you quoted. Which yeah, verse was it? Yeah, that was okay. twenty-seven. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That <laughs> Jesus is not going to appear to to a second time um, to re, re to work out redemption. He's coming to judge. Mm-hmm. Um, and yet, for this ecclesi, this this so this soteriology, and for their end times eschatology, they're saying when Jesus comes back, it'll be a restoration. Yeah, the complete opposite. Yeah, the Son of Man is not going to come back to re- restore all of lost humanity. He's coming back to say you've rejected me in my coming, mm-hmm. and now is this is this, this is it? Yeah. Now you're going to glorify the Lord in His justice. 
Yeah. Whether he's glorified in his grace and mercy through the gospel or his justice, all is glorious to God. Yeah, exactly. Or to his praise and glory. Yeah. Um, yeah. <clears throat> so the study of the church, this is where I want to kind of hear a little bit about some of the stories you're talking about. I'll just briefly state that, again, as we mentioned in the background, uh, Russell kind of started really the theology of the church. It was Rutherford who... Uh, really brought in the ideas of how to structure the church body. In 1932, he established what they call a theocratic church government, and as well as membership requirements, requirements on how to go about uh, going door to door. All these things started to come out at this point. And he structured the church in his hierarchical system of a governing body at the top. These are the anointed ones. And maybe even within that, there's certain anointed ones. They put a hierarchy even in there. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, and that would have included Rutherford at that time. Um, and this group holds that all authority, all teaching, all publication, all oversight comes from this small group at the top who then sends out traveling overseers, who then establish elders, uh, who then the elders appoint their deacons and ministry servants. And uh, the members are required to distribute the publications, report on a report on their interactions mm-hmm. um, and they are commanded, obviously, to stay away from politics, the saluting the flag, all the things that would identify them with the world as a sign of their purity to um, to Christ and his kingdom. Yeah. So with that structuring, it sounds like you're saying there's a lot of abuses and a lot of things that go on. I don't know if you had another story. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, and, and it's interesting um, you were talking about the reporting the reporting is an incredibly important part of of their of their structure in, in their church, and um, so like whenever there was a sin in the church, um, say either sexual or or otherwise, um, it's usually it would be like say a member of the church um, having sex with someone outside of the church, and that mm. person getting pregnant, or the person in the church getting pregnant. Or if there was mm. sexual intercourse between two members and one got pregnant, um, there was there's usually they would go through very extensive sitting down with both of the the members or both of the mm-hmm. people in the, in the in in the the party of and then they would actually go through extreme interview of like what happened and extremely personal details. question details extreme they're, details they're, they're not necessary not necessary and those go all the way up to the top. Of mm-hmm. like this is what happened, wow. and um, listening to some of the uh, accounts and it's like that of people who were actually sexually abused in the system, either as children or as adults, they would um, to make sure that these like scandals within the church, like a high up leader may have abused like a child or mm-hmm. something like that. They would um, actually take these records and destroy them. This has come from members that were apart. Members that were apart, and they came out, and they just shut it down. They just they shut it down because they don't want it like any sort of like oh well look what's happening in the in the JW church right you know sort of thing and and in fact right having that appearance of purity yeah them is protecting their their. Yeah. All, everything that, that they're about. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's the identity. That's their identity. That they're actually 
the the true church yeah. is conditioned on their purity. Yeah, on how if, perfect they look. Yeah, yeah. yeah, because if you're not, you're not, then by definition, you're not the true church. If you mm-hmm. don't meet these standards that they have created, mm-hmm. uh, they're, they're not biblical standards. Mm-hmm. Um, they're really conflating the law with the gospel. Yeah, no, they really are. Yeah, they'll, yeah, no, they're extreme on the law. And to the, to the mm. point where they'll actually, um, and, and the whole scandal came out when they actually wrote a, a pamphlet or a, a book or whatever on how to help people coming out of sexual abuse. And as soon as that happened, it basically opened up these floodgates where all these allegations came out. Sort of like mm. JW's own personal Me Too movement sort of thing happening and it happened I think it happened back during like the 70s or 80s um, what's the Me Too Me Too no, the, Me, yeah, the Me Too movement which is um, what's happening and in, in, happened in Hollywood a couple of years ago or it might be a little bit longer than that when it started but it was um, um, women coming out and accusing their oh, abusers of yes of the abuse going on within uh, within the uh, yeah yep yep within, that would be it that's yeah. a good way to put it yeah, and it sort of was like this whole flood, and then you know, hashtag Me Too, and mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Man, I, I think um, just in terms, of, just to give our viewers why why we think again, biblical Christianity would disagree with this on uh, their fundamental church structure, mm-hmm. the way they deal with their uh, those who have um, either of they would consider potentially falling away or falling away and mm-hmm. going into Babylon, if you will, they're going into the worldly ways of sexual perversions and etc. The way of dealing with that is all again, based on this distortion of church government and this hierarchy of humanity, really mm-hmm. that you do not see in the scriptures. Because scripture lays it out very clear that church government is not actually, there's no real direct uh, um, prescribed way of local church um, governing in terms of how to go about structuring uh, uh, a certain order. Um, you have, Scripture lays out very clearly the office of elder, what their tasks are, what their roles are, mm-hmm. uh, how they are, what, what's the qualifications of that. They have, it, it gives you uh, uh, deacons, the servants who serve the, the needs and cares of the local church. The elders serve the spiritual uh, direction and support, mm-hmm. i.e. the teaching of Scripture, and, and pastoral is another word we use for that, pastors. They, they really give the spiritual life of the church and are committed to that. That's all, it, it, but in terms of how you structure it, that's nowhere taught in the Scripture. In fact, what's funny is you see the exact opposite in uh, 1 Timothy 5, 19, mm-hmm. shows that actually you t- bring uh, two or three together and you can confront an elder mm-hmm. if, they're, if they're in a sin. And it's interesting because they take that, and that's that's the thing that they, they believe, but it's been abused. Right. Like, yeah. I mean, you can't, Once ultimately, again, yeah. in this, this chain of command, you're yeah. not, if you're a member of the body, yeah. you're not going to have any authority to, to bring two or three people up against this guy at the top, because you don't know what the guy at the top's doing. No. In fact, no. they're in their own little silo, not mm-hmm. participating with the body, mm-hmm. which in mm-hmm. itself is antithetical to scripture. Yeah. The elders are to be, sh- those, there's not even a special anointed class. I kind of want to make that critique because this is really the whole system is based on this anointed special teachers, which comes from Matthew mm-hmm. 24, 45 through 51. And it's a uh, Jesus talking about the son of man mm-hmm. coming at his second coming. Mm-hmm. And he says, when, uh, who then is faithful and w- wise servant? Who then is the faithful and wise servant? Yeah. 
they take this to be their group special anointed special interpreters. Group, yeah. And it says, who is the master who has, who is set over his household to give them their food at the proper time? Who is this? Mm-hmm. Uh, blessed is the servant whom his master will find so doing when he returns. Uh, mm-hmm. Truly, I say to you, he will set him over all his possessions. But if the wicked servant says to himself, my master is delayed and begins to beat his fellow servants and eats and drinks with drunkards, the master of this, that servant will come on, on a day when he does not expect him and at an hour he does not know and will cut him in pieces and put him with the hypocrites. In that place there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. Clearly this is talking about the final judgment. Mm-hmm. Yet they've applied this in 1914. Also, before you even get to verse 45, you got verse 44 concluding another parable or, or uh, uh, analogy of the end times. Jesus says, therefore, you, all, you also must be ready for the Son of Man is coming at an hour you do not expect. All these texts deal with eternal judgment versus eternal life. Mm-hmm. Uh, even concluding in chapter 25, you see the very last words are, and these will go away to eternal punishment, but the righteous into eternal uh, life. So, again, they, they take this out of its context and apply it to these specific anointed people who you really can't even, you don't know, you can't question. And so mm-hmm. I just want to charge that that is, I think, a, that is the crux error of this theology. Yeah, this theology, yeah. And I would totally agree with that. It's There's there's no idea of of the body and the members of the body working together and not one having more importance than the other but some being more in the forefront and others being in the back. Mm-hmm. And there, there being a submission to the elders, but at the same time, there's this realization that there is a body of Christ mm. and that the body of Christ has different functions. One's not more important than the other. Yeah. And that's something you don't see in the yeah. church. Is yeah. it's, it's just all hierarchy mm-hmm. and it's top down. There's, only the only way you can do it is by works, work your way up to mm-hmm. the top. And even in that structure, you're so limited by the teachings of JW mm-hmm. that there is no sort of like expression, personal expression of your, of your faith. And that probably stems out yes. of the fact that they don't have that embodiment of the spirit. And mm-hmm. like, what are their ideas on spiritual gifts mm-hmm. in the church? Right. We didn't even have time to look at that. Yeah, 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 exactly. We didn't, yeah, we didn't have time to look yeah, at that. But, and, and what, yeah. yeah, what would that be? Does the yeah. spirit force give you the gift of teaching? But how if it's just a force? Does, yeah. it, just, does it just kind of uh, uh, give you an extra neuron? Or, uh, yeah. or does your soul begin to get forces for teaching? It, it's mm-hmm. just, yeah, I don't know. That'd be interesting to look into. If, yeah. Yeah, if you know that uh, and you're listening, please comment in the thread and provide us some details on the gifts of the Spirit according to Joe's witnesses. Um, but that goes kind of just, uh, I guess that's, that's, that's ecclesiology. Mm-hmm. Let's go into eschatology and then, and just wrap it up. See where we can go from there. Um, and this is the most important probably for the JWs. Is yes. Eschatology. Eschatology. Yeah. And, and what's going to be fun is because we went through each subject, you'll find that a lot of what we're saying here, you've kind of already got it queued in. If you've watched the previous episodes, mm-hmm. Um, and that they have three three dispensations from Adam to the flood, from the flood to the starting starting with the patriarchs to the uh, church falling away. Um, so basically, Adam to the flood, and then they got the patriarchs to the church falling away after uh, I believe the, the 
the great apostasy, which would be like the last After apostles. The apostles. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Um, although they don't think the church that cr- the the kingdom has started until 1914, hmm. uh, which is interesting. All that to say, although 1914 was the restoration, the apostles what they did uh, was establish the teaching of the church. Hmm. And so there was some form of of renewal there, but they say that's not related to the kingdom of God. Um, the kingdom of God was 1914. So they have this distinction that can be confusing. I know. Uh, but they say, as soon as Israel went to exile in 607, they say BC, mm-hmm. that when they came back to reestablish their kingdom under, um, uh, uh, Cyrus, or was it the, um, with Ezra and Nehemiah during that time when God mm-hmm. was bringing mm-hmm. his people back, Judah, to reestablish Jerusalem, they said that that was not truly a reestablishing of the kingdom and God wasn't, uh, uh, renewing his kingdom then because mm. it was a pagan emperor allowing them to go. And so they see this theme that really there is no great, the kingdom didn't really begin in its Jesus' rule until 1914. So that's Which why is, they have yeah. this long dispensation from, uh, uh, they have the apostasy of the, the patriarchs, the apostasy of the church, the apostasy of the church to Christ's messianic kingdom, and then in the messianic kingdom into the eternal age. But all I say so this period that we're in now is the harvest, the gospel age, where God, where Christ is gathering his faithful, uh, well, his, his a class of anointed mm-hmm. interpreters, as well as um, uh, faithful Jehovah's Witnesses. Mm-hmm. And that would equal up to 144,000. In fact, literally in their, all their writings, it says, here's a quote. The past 2,000 years since Jesus' death have been for the purpose of selecting and developing a heavenly class. This elect class is comprised of those who, in this present life, dedicate themselves to live a life of total commitment to serve our God supremely. That's the whole purpose of the gospel age. It's not to redeem and save all of humanity, all who would come to believe, but rather it's about this elite class taking on an elite nature that will then rule over us who do not get that Eliteness, yeah. In the kingdom to come. Hmm. And that's the eschatology. That's the big point is that there's this defining two distinctions that um, in the in the, in the the future kingdom, Re- Revelation 20 speaks of a, a millennial age. Uh, and there's various perspectives on this kingdom and how it looks. There's biblical, biblical Christianity has a few positions. Again, we have the uh, dispensational approaches, uh, pre-mill. Uh, then you got the ah-mill the post mill. We're mm-hmm. not going to go into all that. No, but just that to say, there are some differences. But we all hold very core beliefs that are all the same. JWs depart from that huge when they go on to um, say that this day and age is not for the redemption of humanity. Mm-hmm. It's for getting this elite class to rule over with Christ, and that they receive a new nature, a spiritual nature just like Christ. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, it's a little flock, and. The rest of us, even Christ, even Protestants, will mm-hmm. receive resurrection bodies because Jesus paid that penalty for us to receive a second chance. Yeah. And during that phase of this literal thousand-year reign of Christ yeah. with his JW, with the Jehovah's Witness, faithful Jehovah's Witnesses, we all receive new physical resurrected bodies, which Scripture is true about. That's true. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We get glorified resurrected bodies. Um uh, and, and anyway, so, uh, but with the way they're positioning it is the problem. Yeah. And that during that millennial phase, the Joe's witnesses will be co-heirs with Christ, these faithful Joe's mm-hmm. witnesses, 
And they will teach us the true understanding of Christ and his kingdom. And through that teaching, if we obey that, then we will merit or we will earn a place, we'll show ourselves proved to inherit the eternal state in physical bodies mm. in the new heavens and new earth. Um, so what I've, I've noted is, so, so to, to, to give a, again, we already yeah. stated, yeah. <laughs> the gospel goes out to all the world yeah. that all would believe those who reject Christ, when he returns, he will judge mm-hmm. the living and the dead. Um, and those who did not trust in him will be sentenced to eternal, eternal, uh, a death, i.e. A, a state of being continually opposed to God and gnashing of teeth is that idea of enmity, absorbing yeah. yourself. Yeah. You're still never... not desiring to change your mind at all, even though you've yes. seen everything yeah. as, as it is. And that goes back to Matthew 24, 25. And, and these will go away into eternal punishment, but the, the, the righteous into eternal life. That's 25 verse 46. That's a Hebraic parallel, antithetical, meaning what was on one side and flipped on the other must mm-hmm. be taken the same way. Yeah. Uh, he's contrasting eternal. If there's eternal punish, if there's eternal life, no one's arguing about that. That's interesting. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but on the flip side, there's eternal death. To yeah. say anything otherwise is a perversion of scripture. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and, and that's what they're doing is... Uh, saying that when we die, ultimately, that's where I'm going. The next point is that when we die, if we've still rejected the Jehovah's Witnesses teaching in that millennial phase, we will then cease to exist. That will be our judgment. Going back to Adam, uh, we now had been, as he was tried and received the penalty of death, temporal, physical pain and all that temporally, and then just a ceasing of existence. Now we will receive that for rejecting his teachings in the millennial kingdom. Um, that's it in a nutshell. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. What's what's your? Th- I mean, what do you think? It's it's interesting that they they have the the concept of um, the spirit that we are not all of us are ultimately eternal because our spirits can be mm-hmm. completely destroyed. Because mm-hmm. um, I I know that there are there's some people that that actually hold to that belief. Still out there, other than. Nihilationism. Nihilism, I think. Nihilism. Yeah, nihilism. And um, they they hold to that. Like, I I didn't know that they ultimately held to that. Um, Obviously, my my study was more peripheral, more what does the world perceive of them. Um, But, yeah, Yeah. that's that's really interesting. And then the 144,000, like, what do they do with that? Like, they're a ginormous religion. Mm-hmm. like right. millions of these people and you know the contention do you or, know, or do they still hold that as their number for this elite group I'm assuming they do I, yeah but but because I, 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 i've heard things where they were like well maybe it's not so much that it's that sort of just a general number that was thrown in the yeah 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 i know um i actually marked it where he explicitly says it um but um uh and assuming that hasn't changed it's Oh, maybe this was it. Uh, yeah, it's in here anyway. But yeah, mm-hmm. he, he mentions specifically 144,000. It could have been one of the pamphlets. I don't know. Yeah. I got lost last couple of weeks. But um, yeah, I think going back to the idea of the soul ceasing to exist, is, 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 these are things that you see the distortions of scripture that actually just make the gospel lose all of its, all the yeah. essential parts of the gospel that make it 
the good news mm-hmm. that God has come to redeem us from actually the consequences of living in the, our worst state yeah. for eternity, mm-hmm. it just washes them down towards it's actually palatable. And then the fact that we can get these great spiritual bodies, it dumbs down our existence in which God has made us and how beautiful it is to be image bearers. Yeah. Um, it's like we're striving for some other nature. This this is the type of theology that reminds me just of fleshly aspirations. Yeah, no, um, it's it's what, um, what Scientology is based on. It's what all, a lot of these other religions are based on. It's, it's very, very self-centered in the end, mm-hmm. even though they, especially the JWs, they they guise it under this like very like mercenary sort of like we're doing this for for everybody else like we're very like i don't know sort of this humble um right guys over the top of it yeah 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 it does have this humble yeah uh very righteous uh, persona of course yeah i think um just maybe a fun one for our viewers to think through on why Mm-hmm. There's many passages where you can just say, well, clearly the soul is, is uh, the, the, the spirit, the soul, the body, whether you're, mm-hmm. uh, there's different views on human nature in terms of is, is spirit and soul, are these just different words expressing the same thing, mm-hmm. immaterial substance mm-hmm. of, of the, um, the human nature, or is it, um, uh, or is the spirit and soul separate? Either way, mm. all, all biblical theologians agree that these are personal parts of the human body and and that um, this is not this, this this idea of a life force and a soul being real and the life force snatching your yeah. soul. And all this. It's just strange. No, uh, it is. I was gonna, I, I, go, to, go to 1 Thessalonians 5, 23 is a good one for you. It is to see how um, they're all related to the personal being. Um, mm. uh, that's just a... Side note on on anthropology, I wanted to mention earlier. I mean, we've we've been going for quite a while. Um, any last last thoughts? No, I, I think we've we've hopefully given you guys a good tool to to um, better understand um, the JWs and finishing out. Like these people are are they're really nice people. Yeah, if you've ever met a, a JW, and so we don't want to to write them off as these horrible people, obviously things happen because we are all sinners and there's no way that we can actually reach a state of perfection because we will constantly have the contention between our flesh and our spirit mm-hmm. until death. Um, mm. And and Paul, once again, addresses that. Um, Christ addresses that. Um, the whole scripture as a whole addresses that. Um, and that's why we, we long for... Um, for our new our new bodies in the new heavens in the new earth and um, mm-hmm. yeah and all all that is to say we we want to we want to make sure that we we're not um, ragging on the on the JW or in any way like in a bad way like, yeah I think that's a good point yeah. to stop on because we've critiqued all the way through yeah and um, and and hopefully this is predominantly for a context of of Protestant believers to helpfully inform them on how to mm-hmm. approach these teachings that uh, sometimes if, if you mm-hmm. don't really know scripture well or been in a community for a while, mm-hmm. you wouldn't really be able to tell them apart. Yeah. And so this is done with the intent of uh, sharing 
truths that would really uh, fortify and strengthen believers, mm-hmm. but also hopefully if someone is a Jehovah's Witness and they come across the, this podcast mm-hmm. or the YouTube video, that you would consider these things, um, uh, uh, truly consider these things, mm-hmm. and hopefully come to know Christ as he is, that is God come to redeem humanity, and apart from his righteousness, mm-hmm. no one is righteous. Yeah. That we can't merit, we can't do it. We are mm. completely depraved apart from his grace declaring us righteous mm-hmm. and the Holy Spirit indwelling us to empower us to do yeah. what is righteous. Yeah. Yeah. So And I think that is a good good place to to, to close this episode out. Um Yeah. And I, yeah. 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 I was say, how do you want to do the outro? I mean Jake usually just I know. Jake Jake just, just uh, knocks it out. He goes, yeah. Right on the ballpark. He's yeah. A, no, he's 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 the man. Where did he go? I mean, I he just know. slipped out of here. He just—he was here. Yeah. yeah. Man, where is he when we need him? Actually, yeah. we need him all the time on this this uh, to, to spice things up. Maybe yeah. that tells us we got to work on that. We yeah. No, we got to get we got some spice in our all life right. or something. So well, thank you. Yeah. Yeah. X X Garage. X Garage. Thanks Joe. for joining us, and uh, don't forget to share, like, and subscribe. Yes. <laughs>